You're tuned to The Drive on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. Matt, uh, we talked uh, earlier in the week about the uh, Football Outsiders uh, Almanac coming out. Yeah, yeah. And uh, there's some interesting numbers in here uh, from the Almanac on their assessment of the Steelers. Okay. uh, That I wanted to talk about here in this segment. Um, First and foremost, uh, we talked about Ben Roethlisberger. He finished last season 17th in – DYRO and 20th in DVOA. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of that was because from week 13 on, he was minus nine yeah, yeah. Uh, in DVOA. He was much higher than that earlier in the season. People were talking about him, including us, as, as, as should he be in consideration for the MVP award. The Steelers were 11 and 0. Right. <laughs> you know? Times were good. Yeah, times were good. Um, I don't, with, here's the thing. With, with with an improved, they did that with no running game last year. Right, right. None. None. The I mean, they had game in the league. Really. Yeah, it was the worst running game in the league. It was all on Roethlisberger. I mm-hmm. think, to me, that's why the addition of Najee Harris um, well, it came from ownership. I mean, yeah, we see this from every step of the organization. This has to change, and you know, some of these analytics folks. I don't think Football Siders did it in their write up, but. This is too old school thinking. This is a non-analytical way of looking at the offseason. We got to get back to run the ball. No, you got to get back to run the ball. Right. <laughs> you know, you got to. It doesn't have to be the found. You don't have to it, run it eighty percent yeah, of the it, time. It doesn't have to be your foundation, but you do have to be able to do it. it it's not going to be Rocky and Franco and split backs with a, right. a you know Benny Cunningham and you know run, pun, you know running trap plays time and time again. But you have to be able to do it's, it. Yeah, it's not going to be the, – the fullback is not going to be on the field 80% of the time. They're <laughs> no, going to be in right, an eye right. formation here. Right. But when you ha- when you need to run the football, you've got to be able to run the football. The Steelers threw the ball 64% of the time last year. The only team that threw it more was the Jaguars. Because they were always losing. Who were always losing. Yeah, yeah. The Steelers were throwing the ball with the lead. Mm-hmm. Not because they wanted to. And that doesn't help the defense. Because they had to. They, you know, you don't wear teams out. I mean, there's a lot of ramifications there. Real quickly, just your original stats or the ranking they had on Roethlisberger. I understand that this league and is very much a what have you done for me lately and you know what's fresh on your mind. But he wasn't bad for the first three months of the season at all. He was actually very good. He was very he was an above average quarterback yeah. without question, and maybe in that like ten to twelve ish range. And even you know things like oh then they got beat by the Browns. Well. He didn't snap it over his head to start right. the game. <laughs> you know? yeah. I mean, it's just it's the nature of the position, too. You, well, it's always the quarterback's fault. This is a, an interesting note here. It was 64% they threw the ball last year. Mm-hmm. In the second half of games while ahead, they still threw it, 15, it really high, 59% yeah. of the time. Which is really high. Which is really high. That was up. That was second most in the league, and it was up from 46% in 2019. Mm-hmm. Now, remember, in 2019 – Different quarterbacks. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, right, right, right. You know? yeah, without question. Um, so I, that's going to change. 
They're going to run the ball more. They're going to use the running backs. The other thing that, that stood out to Real me. Real quick on that stat, though. What did you say? It was 54% with the lead 59. in the second. 59 in the second half. And, again, times have changed. But could you imagine Cower or Knoll doing that? You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. I'm just thinking Cower closing. To me, that was Cower's best thing was when they had the lead in the half. They closed it out. Jerome beat your face yeah. to the ground. And you'd still throw bombs off that and whatnot. But – and again, that th- that strategy doesn't entirely work the same way it did then. But man, you gotta have if you're a good team, you gotta put teams away. Here's the other thing that jumped out at me about these football outsider stats. Last season, Roethlisberger of, of Roethlisberger's passes, mm-hmm. only twelve percent went to the running backs. Really low. Re- it was the uh, the fewest in the NFL. That's unacceptable. Which, but who would you throw to? Right. I'm not dumping at the banks now. Connor wasn't out there all the time. If you, right. The problem that they had and that they could still have if Kalen Balazs doesn't beat one of these guys out mm. is that when Benny Snell's on the field, nine times out of ten you're running the ball. Yeah, I know. When it's when it's Jalen Samuels, it's nine times running. out of ten you're, you're throwing the football. Yeah. That's the great thing about Harris is that he gives you a guy. Yes. Connor had that ability as well. He just couldn't stay healthy. Right, right. A lot to unpeel here because there's some some stats out there, most of them are in Warren Sharp's book, which is equally as good too, about some of the down and distance situations or where Ben lined up. The Steelers' run pass became very predictable. You know, if Ben were behind was behind center, they were running. If they were, you know, at a higher percentage than most teams in the league. And Feekner and the staff – has something to do with that, and that's probably a big reason he's not here. But to your point, the style of running backs they had had so much to do with yeah. it, you know. And I don't love Kalen Balage, you know. I haven't said much good or bad about the guy, but he kind of has. <laughs> we called it the Michelob Ultra version of Najee Harris, though. He's tall with long arms. He's fast. He's a good receiver, but he's not little. Right. You know, he's not James White. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. I think they look at Balage as if he could be similar to our starter, you know, while he's, you know, McFarland might be a change of pace guy. We may not have an, an issue, a need for Snell and Samuels as much anymore, and they could fight out for the last spot, and whoever's better on special teams win type of deal. You know, th- that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, I, I think that's absolutely the case, and I, I expect Najee Harris to be a big factor in the passing game. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to be a short passing game like the Steelers were, and your running backs aren't, or catch part of than everybody else. Yeah. That's a bad formula. Yeah, it really is. And again, a part a big part of that was just Connor's inability to be to be counted on. Be counted on. Yeah. 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 Consistently. Um the Steelers this from Football Outsiders led the league and we knew this already, uh in drop passes uh with forty seven. I want to talk about we even talk about that. Go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. Say with Deontay Johnson leading the way with fifteen. Now mm-hmm. a lot of his fifteen came in a three game stretch. That's one thing I wanted to stress about it. The other thing, and I'm not sure if this is one of the analytics folks out there, they did a study recently where on the football field do drops happen most. Well, it's when linebackers and defensive ends are going to blast you in the teeth on yeah. short Over crossing the routes. Yeah. It's not deep downfield. It's not in space. It's in that style of passing game the Steelers had. So is Deontay going to – were drops a problem for him? Absolutely. Led the league in drops last year. But Amari Cooper had like 10 more than that in his rookie year and led the league. And he's not the surest-handed guy, but he's gone on to have a great career. And I think getting 
Johnson away from the line of scrimmage when he's catching the ball as opposed to peeking over your, your shoulder when Ray Lewis is going to blast you is right. a little different. And then the other thing is Ebron, the Steelers in general were high in drops. I think Ebron's a drop guy. Yeah, I mean, I've seen him That's who he is. in three different states. Yeah. He's going to drop the ball a fair amount. The rest of the crew, I don't think That's is... That's more of a tight end problem in general. Yeah, right. I mean, all, tight ends drop more passers than wide receivers. That's why they're tight ends. A lot of them were, were right, wide right. receivers. Right. They didn't catch the ball real well. The coach said, you know what? You're, good, you're a good-sized guy. Let's make you a tight end. A tight end. I can deliver <laughs> a drop here and there. I mean, you're gonna and they're more... usually in traffic. They're, all, they're <laughs> usually in traffic. And I think Ebron's never going to be – I think he's going to drop a few that are going to make people crazy throughout his career. He always has. But I think the running backs will catch the ball better. I think the, the top receivers are all more than sure-handed enough, including Johnson. And Fryermuth, I think, is a big catching radius with soft hands. So the style of where you throw these guys the ball has a lot to do with it. And I often bring up, like, Wes Welker. Wes Welker was always at the top of the league in drops, too, because they threw him ball a million times, yeah. and it was always in tight quarters. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's going to get blasted. He's not that big. Drops aren't uh, – coaches don't hate drops as much as fans do. Here's something else that Steeler fans hate, but according to Football Outsiders, the Steelers do pretty well in it. The Steelers used empty backfields twice as often as they did in 2019, mm -hmm. and these plays were successful at a 28.6% DVOA. Hmm. Interesting. They averaged 6.3 yards per play with an empty backfield. Yeah. I, uh, there are Steeler fans out there who scream, oh, my God, he's empty empty back, but there's no threat of a run. Yeah. Well, that doesn't mean you started that way. See, I think Ben probably loves it. Well, it's spreading the field out. I can point guard yeah. it up. I'm going to pre-snap. Boy, I really like this look. I like, I like that like matchup, yeah. Too. I'm probably going there. If this but 28.6 DVOA. It's really good. It's really good. Really good. I wonder if we'll see less of it, though, back to the same question of well, see, I think because you don't want to take you, Harris off the field. Because Harris is your running back, you're not taking him off the field. You're splitting him out wide. Right. That doesn't mean there's not a running yeah. back on you the field. Start with the, we start there. with him in the backfield, and then and then Roethlisberger looks at let's why don't you motion over there to the right, mm -hmm. or motion over to the left, because I want that linebacker on you. Because I just want this – I want to get their nickel package yeah. or their base – to walk out on the field. Now that I got him, I'm going empty. It's the same thing that the, that the Browns did to the Steelers last year in the playoffs. Uh -huh. You know, they come out in a big package, two tight ends, one wide receiver, and, and, and I think it was one – might have been two – it was three tight ends. Three they played a lot with three, three tight ends. Three tight ends, Jarvis Landry and Kareem and Hunt in the backfield. And all of a sudden, then, okay, we're going to motion Hunt all the way to the outside – yeah. Who goes well? Who goes with him? Well, the cornerback's going to stay out there with him. Then now all of a sudden, you got Spillane matched up on Jarvis Landry in the slot. Mm -hmm. Who's winning that? Who's winning that? Right, and I'm, we're going to pick on you that way. Yeah. Right. No, that makes sense. Or if Spillane would have went all the way outside the numbers with Hunt, I might challenge that match. Challenge you, you know, take right, that matchup right. because it's, Harris, now course. you're putting a linebacker in a spot that he's not. Yeah. They're not just. They're not handled. To, there's not a linebacker in the league that likes that matchup. No, not at all. I mean, the Saints have done that with Kamara eight million bazillion yeah. times. Um, I do understand the complaint, though. It would be better if Ben could run at a Joe Burrow-like level or better. You know what yeah. I mean? At least if it was – if the C's parted, he gets eight and slides. And, you know, that would be – at least you'd have that threat. But – I think he's still he's still capable of doing I mean, that. He, he could do that. Yeah. I mean, he could do that without taking a hit. If everything's yeah. there, the first read isn't there – Slide head first, because I did see him ahead. do like 2018. He was still capable of running. Mm -hmm. Even last year, you saw him a couple of times. If it was there, you know, get your six yards and get down. 
unless it's an end around or a jet sweep, which we could still see right. from empty, Absolutely. and we will see more of, there isn't the designed run though. Yeah, you know, and but so what? I mean, doesn't mean it's you're a doing passing it league. Eighty percent of your snaps, you're doing yeah. it a high percentage, and it was highly successful. Why scrap it? Yeah. Um, when the Steelers used six offensive linemen last year, mm, this one stood out. This to me. one really stands out to me. Six offensive linemen, they averaged three point one yards per play, and were minus forty three point six in their DVOA. That to me was the Zach Banner. Yes, losing Zach Banner in the preseason or in the first game of the season. Mm-hmm. Now they had to go out and get Gerald Hawkins, who really is an NFL player. And, and Gerald Hawkins just wasn't right. capable of giving you that that kind of high level play. A lot of notes because on he, that. it was initially initially supposed to be Chuks Okorafor as your sixth offensive lineman. Right now you're okay with that. Now I guarantee you that number is higher than. than See, minus, I think Joe Hague's going to do it a ton. Minus forty three point six is awful. Over the last two three years. I bet the Steelers have ran six offensive linemen, at worst, the third most in the league. Yeah, you know, Hubbard played a ton. We talked about you know you They've mentioned done it the for names. quite a while and been successful. And with been it. successful, and it's a nice way to kind of groom a tackle. Yeah, you know maybe it's the rookie this year. Yeah, get him some snaps against live human beings when it matters most. They've done it a lot, and they've been successful with it. And I think that it's down the line of offensive problems last year. But if they would have had a good third tackle, it, it makes the Ebron being a bad blocking tight end much more palatable. Right. Much more palatable. It makes short yardage much easier. It, it gives you something, some one kind of bread and butter in the run game, another protector. Again, they've done it for a reason, and they've done it successfully. And I think that's a reason you draft Friermuth, too, is like, we didn't like our tight ends last year. Yeah. If we go double tight and try to get heavy, we're putting bad players on the field, you know. And frankly, uh, Hawkins was a perfect example of why, why are we putting bad players on the field? You know, the six of O line stuff works in our playbook on on the whiteboard. They, they did it because he, he was a better it. blocker than Ebron right. and McDonald. But yeah, I don't it, think it was still below McDonald the line. Or, they didn't want to play McDonald a lot of snaps either. Right. This is interesting. Pittsburgh also loses tackle Alejandro Villanueva and his 21 blown blocks to the mm. Ravens. 21 blown blocks. Yeah, it's a big I'll number bet, for people who don't know. I'll right? bet most of them were in the run game. I bet they were too. That's why that, that move by the Ravens is just so curious. I don't get it at all. Because you're going to ask them to switch sides, which isn't easy. Yeah. Old dog, new tricks. You're going to ask him to run block all day long. He's not a good run blocker. He's not a good run blocker. He's not a great leverage guy. I mean, he's tall and you, know, you can get under his pads. Uh, I don't quite get that move by them, but we'll see. I mean, maybe they just played against him so long and had great respect for him and thought, I want that guy on my team, which I totally understand. Yeah, uh, like, yeah no you're doubt. Right. But I, I bet they're better at left tackle this year than last year. I bet they're no worse yeah, than okay. they were. Yeah. And I think you say that for most of the line. Yeah. You know, the last year version of DeCastro wasn't real pretty. The last year version of Pouncey wasn't usual Pouncey. You know, yeah. that to get better on the line with the uh, potential to get much better in coming years, I don't think that's asking much from what people think was the 30th ranked line in the league or whatever right now. Yeah, I, I agree. But I like that 6 line stat. Um, Joe Hayden, according to this, had the fourth best success rate of all cornerbacks in the NFL last year, hmm. which is just crazy. I think how they define success rate is on first down, 
it's a, it's a successful play for the offense on first down if you get four or more yards. Right. On second down, if you get half the down and distance, if it's second and eight, you pick up four, that's a successful play. On third down, if you convert to third down. So when people attacked Hayden, he didn't allow offenses to be successful by those metrics hardly at all. Right. Yeah, says a lot. Yeah, I think, and again, I think with him, he's never been a fast guy. No. Um, on third and eight, he's tackling him on seven he, yards. He knows, he you knows, know I mean? you know, right. what the offense is trying to accomplish. Right. He's an above-the-neck player. Yeah. Which, yeah. I, which to me, I think is why I don't expect him to suddenly fall off the face of the – like the the cornerbacks mm-hmm. who are built when their game is predicated, oh, I'm just faster than everybody else. Right, right, right. That's, that's where you can get yourself into trouble. If you're, sure. if you're a guy who can play above the neck, that's why I asked him a couple of years ago, you know, if he would ever be interested in going to safety. Mm-hmm. Like, because he's an above-the-neck player. You think who, he'd understand it yeah. and the angles. And, yeah. no. and, you know, with his ball skills at, at deep safety would – would make some sense. Would make some sense. I wouldn't want him near the line of scrimmage a lot, right. well off the ball, but I think he'd, he'd handle it, and his speed would be fine there. Yeah. You know. No, you're right. I mean, corner's much more of a cerebral position, a read-and-react position than people realize. Yeah. Sure, it's nice to Especially when you're on the outside. Especially you, on the outside, You can right. know how to use the boundary, know yeah, how to yeah. leverage guys to the outside. Press coverage, yeah. things like that. I mean, sure, it's great if you're six one with super long arms and you run a four two. Well, right. That makes up for some problems, yeah. you know. <laughs> but you know, um, Cam Hayward had only four. I think it was four and a half sacks last year. Uh-huh. It was a down year in the sack department for him, but he actually had more hurries than T.J. Watt, thirty four yeah, to thirty two. Yeah, yes. He's still a, he's still a force on the inside, even Massive when he's force. not. I, I think the one of the things on this team sacks can come and go a little bit. Especially when you play, you know, it. Aaron Donald is going to get his sacks because largely they don't have anybody else who gets sacked. You know, mm-hmm. he gets a lot of their sacks. He's some other guys will get some cleanup sacks because he forces it. Yeah, yeah. On this team, if you don't get there quickly, somebody else is probably going to get there. Yeah, some of that for sure. You know, I, I my hunch is he got as many doubles as anyone else on the team too. Um, there's so many of them, it's hard to double everybody. It, there, there is a misnomer that he's Aaron Smith and just eats up blocks. That's not how they play anymore. Right. You know, he's not too gapping and just you know dragging people down and causing piles. But he consistently gets pressure on the quarterback. Yeah. Mean, that, that's what the show. Immediate pressure. Immediate pressure. I mean, he, right. he, if you leave him one on one, and I don't care if it's Quentin Nelson trying to block him, mm-hmm. he can drive him back into the quarterback. Yeah, without question. I don't know the stat, but I did late last year because everyone talks about the Steelers' offense being time to throw was like the, the quickest in the league. Right. Well, playing the Steeler off or the offenses playing against the Steelers were also the quickest to throw because they're not doing seven step drops against this pass rush. I mean, to your point, it was a little harder to get sacks and pressures if the ball's coming out faster than against any other defense in the league. Yeah. You know. No, yeah. There's no doubt. Uh, this is the the last one I wanted to talk about here, Matt, because this is always a big thing with Steeler fans. Pittsburgh allowed 7.3 yards per pass in zone compared to 5.7 yards per pass in man coverage, one of the largest gaps in the league. But the corresponding DVOA gap wasn't very big, just 6.2%. Okay. Now, fans might look at that and say, well, why don't they just play man all the time? Well, that's not how the <laughs> world works, but you're right, right, right. Um, 
here's the thing. Well, they play it a lot more than they did they back do. in the Ike Taylor, yeah. LeBeau, Deshae Townsend times, you know. A lot of times if it's third and 14, mm-hmm. you might be in zone. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you might give up a 10-yard pass, but it wasn't for a first down. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a lot of times when right. it's when it's third and, you know, it's third and 3 and you know the ball's coming out quickly, then you're in man. Mhm. Like everyone, I think if they're scouting corners, they're going to put a higher preference in man and way more than they used to. And they're playing more man. Over the last two years, they've played a lot of man. Right. And I think that's a something they're looking to do. But if you can get away with zone because the ball's coming out super quick and our pass rush is awesome, so I can play a little off, get two I'm people I'm not going to get beat ball. over the top. I'm not going to get beat over the top. <laughs> I'm going to come down and tackle on third and eight for a six-yard gain. It's a win. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's and something I, you'll see a lot. I'm not sure about this, but to me, I think you get more takeaways when you're in zone than you do man. I think so too. Because the cornerbacks have their their their, their eyes, eyes on, the on the quarterback. Yeah, I mean, you get more people to the ball. I think you'll get more tips. I think you'll get more. Yeah, I mean, man coverage. It's hard to find the ball. You know, to turn, flip, find the ball, and, and keep a you know a feel for your guy. Also. If you play Lamar twice a year, you're not going to play a lot of man. You're not playing, yeah. You're you know not playing I mean? man against the running quarterback. No, you're, you're just not going to play much man against Kyler. That's how you, you give know, right. up 80-yard runs right. <laughs> to yeah. the quarterback. You turn your back to Lamar, and that's a problem. Right? Yeah. So there's going to be a couple games a year that they'll be zone heavy. They also play a lot of matchup zone. I was going to say that, too. Like, I don't mean to dispute football outsider or anyone's numbers, but even if you ask Tomlin to break down every play that was – that was snapped in the entire NFL, and you said make this man or zone, he wouldn't get everyone right. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let them I mean, this Belichick, whoever. Because sometimes you just don't know. What was his assignment on this? What's, what's their check if they run this route combination? It turns to man. Well, you know, I mean, football siders doesn't know that. I don't know that. You right. Know? So, A lot of, hey, we've seen in the past where some Steeler defensive backs didn't know that. Right, right. I mean, Hardy Burns didn't always know it. Right. That's, That's where you run into problems with right, blown right. coverages. And a big thing the Steelers do, like you said, with the matchup zones are it starts as zone, but when someone comes into your zone, you don't pass it off. It turns to man. Right. You know, so is it, what percentage? Is it, mo- is it man? Is, is it zone? Right. Again, it goes back to that whole thing with. How long did the play develop? Yeah. Okay, they they come out in a in a big set. I got a base defense on the field here. We're in a matchup zone, mm-hmm. and so the you know the running back splits out wide. Well, now the matchup zone has the linebacker on a wide receiver potentially, right? Or right, safety right. on the does wide a receiver. corner travel with him, or does he stay as the the outside defender? Yeah, well, that's why people do it because yeah. they learn a lot. Before Typically, the Steelers don't send their inside linebackers to the boundary. Mm-hmm. They just don't do it. And once in a while, we've seen it. Gronk would go out wide, and some linebacker would go with him, and here goes a fade to Gronk. Yeah. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Right. I mean, there's no way around it. I mean, it'd be great to have 11 great coverage players out there, but you don't, or just not, seven of them. Yeah, you know? it's just not the real, you know, realistic. Uh, and, and that's but that's why you draft a guy like Devin Bush because mm-hmm. then okay, yeah, we could send Devin out there. He can run with whoever right in that situation he might not be the better player than the guy covering him i mean but he at least gives you a chance yeah you know the first matter who it is the first 15 yards or the first three seconds he's going to run with that guy Mm -hmm. you know that's what you're hoping for yeah yeah yeah, i've seen other you know other stuff well the steelers got lucky on that one they had tj watt covering i can't remember who it was now yeah i remember there was a it was a play where they had watt covering somebody and the guy was open and the quarterback overthrew him the quarterback overthrew him because of the pressure because it's 11 guys (laughs) there's also 10 teammates for Watt too no do you want 
And watch any NBA game. I mean, there's a hundred times throughout the game that some big slow guy like me gets stuck guarding a little too. I, mean, I had that state <laughs> playoff game. Yeah. I was I was our center. Okay. Class A school. It says a lot about the we're in a, right. but we're in a state playoff game. The guy I'm guarding was uh, a six three, two hundred and fifty pound power forward type body lineman. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. an off at call, uh, He went and played football at like Lehigh or somewhere, but he was a big dude, big strong lineman type. Yeah. But I was our biggest. You know, you're the best chance. I was our bulkiest. Right guy. I wasn't our tallest guy, but I was our, our guy who physically matched up with that guy the okay. best. Yeah. Well, they run a high pick and pick and roll up top. All of a sudden, now I'm stuck on their point guard. Yeah, yeah. And he looked, and he looks at me. I look at him, and I'm giving him enough space. And he just kind of smiled, and you know, put a move on me. And you know, I, I stuck with him for a second, mm-hmm. you know. But then he went around. He was much faster than I was. Right. That's why these offenses draw this stuff up. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. We didn't draw it up that way. No. Right. But what are you gonna do? Just bail out and yeah. let him dunk it on you? Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, the football's you know, similar. It's very. Yeah. It's how very, do I get an individual matchup that I like? Well. It's not that. That's why in basketball you overload the zone. You know, you, exactly, you, you yeah. get okay. We, they got three guys in. They're playing zone defense. They get three guys on that side of the floor. We're going to put four offensive players over there. They can't mm-hmm. cover everybody. I mean, <laughs> what's what's different? And there is some components to this. Is if I have Jordan, I take my other four bulls and put them in the corner. Yeah, clear and it out. Goes for him. Guard yeah, them and that, make, well, that's if you're a man. You know, yeah, okay, yeah. we're going to clear it out. We know we got man, so we're going to do this. Offensive football is <laughs> not much different. It really isn't, and, and so you know. I get it. I get the frustration when you mm-hmm. see Robert Spillane matched up on Jarvis Landry. Right. But that's not the way that they drew things up. No, the Steelers know that that's not an advantageous yeah. matchup. Or, you know, Keenan Allen on Bostick is the one that keeps being brought up all the time. I mean, there's a reason scoring's up in the yeah. league. You know, it's not going to be the 76 defense. Nobody uh, nobody complained about that in the Eagles game when, when Roethlisberger motion chased Claypool to the third slot inside, and he got matched up on Philadelphia's inside linebacker and mm-hmm. turned it into a touchdown down yeah. the middle of the field. Only people complain when it's Najee all over the field. That's too, the, right? the component. Lebel, you know? That's the component that that guy gives you. Right. If you have five of those guys that can line up pretty much anywhere, well, the defense doesn't have answers for that. No, they don't, and that makes it, uh, well, it's a chess game. It is. Uh, some good stuff there on Football Outsiders. Urge everyone to check that out. we yeah, got a we guest have, coming up. Right? Aaron Schatz will have on next Monday to talk about this yep. Football Outsiders Almanac. Lots of good stuff in there. Not only on the Steelers, but on the Browns, the Ravens, the Bengals, all the teams. Yeah. You know, it, it's 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 an interesting read. It's a lot to read. It's a lot to read. <laughs> I spend a lot of July in those two Almanacs, you know, nose to the grindstone, learning stuff, pulling out nuggets. And I love it, but it's hard to remember it all, to be honest. Yeah. With, right? yeah I mean, so you, you kind of file away some things that uh, – We definitely need to bring up the Brownies over there because – they don't seem to be quite as enamored with Cleveland as the, the rest of the No, the, the Browns world. are going to the Super Bowl. Everything's a, it's a done deal. They just, they're going to play the Chiefs twice this year. They're going to beat them the second time. Of course. That's, that's what everybody in Cleveland's saying. <laughs> they, put the, they put the cart before the horse there a little once bit. in a while. They're going to yeah. make the playoffs first. Right, right. They were a wild card team last year. Yeah, that was a home run for them to get in. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see how that works I, out. I'm them. impressed with them, but it's not a slam dunk. It is not, but uh, we're going to take another break here. Yeah, he fun. is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. Uh, we want to thank uh, Jacob Reck for keeping us on the air throughout the course of the show, and we want to thank you for listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio.